0: Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and I want to wish you a very happy week between Christmas and New Year's. Just to give you a jump on those New Year's resolutions, I have three episodes for you this week that will give you some great ideas for some possible New Year's resolutions. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief, Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with today's Chicken Soup for the Soul for you. And today I'm sharing two stories about how volunteering can change everything for you. The biggest beneficiary of volunteer work is usually the person doing the work, not the one receiving the help. And I know that i read in the past that doing volunteer work is often suggested by mental health professionals for their patients who are depressed or grieving or going through some other kind of difficulty. Elaine Cooper was certainly going through a tough time when she started her volunteer project. She says that December 12th should have been a day to celebrate because it was her daughter's birthday. But after Bethany passed away from a brain tumor, it was a day of mourning for Elaine and it was excruciating the first year. Bethany was Elaine's only daughter, joining her two brothers and their family. Elaine says, She was a fireball of activity and interests, but her most outstanding quality was her big heart. She was a friend to the friendless, the one who could speak to anybody and cheer them up. In high school, she began a group that visited the elderly in a nursing home. She called and made all the arrangements and rallied her friends at church to join the endeavor. Elaine didn't know how she would make it through that first birthday after Bethany died, but then she had an idea, and it was something Bethany would have loved. Elaine would go to the local hospital and donate a gift bag filled with baby items to the first baby girl born there on December 12th. Elaine has been doing this for years now, always anonymously. She just signs the gift card, a Bethany blessing. But one year, she got a thank you note back. It said, you don't know me, but your Bethany blessing was so special to my daughter and me. The young mom expressed how she had been going through a very difficult time when her baby was born and how the gift card was truly a blessing for them. She included several photos of her now three-year-old daughter. Elaine says, I am so grateful that I was able to look past my own pain to reach out to others. This note reminded me that we may never know the impact of a kindness, however small, but our action can be the answer to a prayer for someone else. I survive every December 12th with another Bethany blessing, knowing my daughter's legacy of giving lives on. Jan Hopkins Campbell is another one of our writers who managed her grief through giving. In Jan's case, even though she was a single mother of two preteens, she worked three part-time jobs so she would have the flexibility to take her mother to the dialysis clinic for treatments three times a week. One day, as they sat in the waiting room at the clinic, her mother leaned closer to her and said, You know, honey, barring getting a kidney transplant, Every single person in this room is terminal. That was an eye-opener. Jan looked around the room and realized that she was getting to know everyone, and they were all facing an uncertain future if they didn't get kidney transplants. There was Aunt Tootsie, a retired schoolteacher who loved to talk to everyone. There was Colonel Hooper, a retired military hero. There was Mr. Coble, a retired police detective. There was Jimmy, who was only in his 30s and wasn't a candidate for transplant. And there were patients even younger than that. Jan decided that she wanted to brighten the days of all these new friends who spent hours every week in the dialysis center. She started making monthly gift bags for all the patients. The first one was in September, so she included some miniature apples and pumpkins and added some leaves for a fall theme. The next time she took her mother to dialysis, she waited until after she had gone to the back for her treatment, and then Jan snuck back to her car and retrieved the gift bags and gave them to a nurse to hand out. She told the nurse the bags were from Operation Sunshine. Jan made gift bags for every month, and if a patient had to go away for treatment, she sent a card too from Operation Sunshine. Then the patients who were on different dialysis schedules heard about gift bags, which had only been going to the Monday, Wednesday, Friday people on her mother's rotation, so Jan made gift bags for all the other dialysis patients, too. She started buying seasonal decorative items when they went on sale after each holiday, and then she saved them for the next year's gift bags. Five years after she began the project, Jan's mother passed away but Operation Sunshine continued. Jan says, My mother has been gone 12 years, but I still continue to do Operation Sunshine at the same dialysis clinic. I don't know if anyone who was a patient while my mother was there is still living, but I continue to try to do what I can to brighten these patients' days because they showed me what courage is and the importance of making a difference in people's lives. I'm Amy Newmark, Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, think positive, live happy, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll find the book there. You'll also find links that will allow you to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or wherever you like to get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and I post links to the podcast each day. Come back for our next episode for a couple of great ideas for the new year from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Forgiveness Fix. I'll be sharing tips that really work and work fast to change your life for the better.